Welcome to Transforming Conversations with Heinrich Titus, a monthly podcast exploring faith, culture, and society. A podcast for every generation. Hello and welcome back to Transforming Conversations with Pastor Heinrich Titus. Today we pick up the conversation and continue the conversation on the church's role in combating human trafficking. Jesus was a safe space for many women, children and vulnerable people. And as the church, we should aim to be the same. Pastor Heinrich and Suneba Son from A21 discuss what every Christian can do to combat human trafficking. As we've read in Proverbs 31 verse 8, speaking up for those who cannot speak for themselves is a mandate given to every Christian. The conversation today gives us arrows in our quivers to help us become safe spaces as well as be vigilant to what is happening around us for the sake of our children, our family, our congregations and our cities. Enjoy the conversation. I think that's an important uh, aspect to highlight because I think in my mind also if you think about trafficking, you, I mean, your mind's eye, you see these long lines of mm. people, you know, being, being, being transported, you mm. know, in, 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 in trucks, you know, in secret mm. or boats or in trains and stuff. And of course that's part of the, the reality, but um, it's not always that dramatic. No. And, and, and I think it's probably part of the challenge. How do we know? You know, what are some mm. of the some of the signs to look out for because I've got a suspicion it's happening all around us. Yes. You know, yeah. do we, <laughs> what do we look for? I'm, I'm part of the neighborhood watch here now. And so we're learning to oh, just wow. when we okay. drive around to, to look for certain things in certain vehicles to look out of place or, and I, and I suppose the more you get involved, you mm. know, you start to pick up on, on certain mm. things and a lady next to the road, just all of a sudden, isn't just the lady next to the road anymore. Yes. If, you, if you know what to look for, I suppose. Yeah, and I think that um, a lot of the signs are difficult for me personally sometimes because it would possibly be someone who's not well-kept or somebody who looks abused. Now, unfortunately, the realities of South Africa is we have so much poverty. There's so many people on the streets. Um, Those signs are not necessarily a sign of trafficking. But I think... Um, you know, I'll, I'll list a few for you mm-hmm. just now, but I think one of the things um, that really helped me put things into perspective is we've got a, a campaign called Can You See Me? Mm-hmm. And Can You See Me is short little videos that shows, you know, potential situations, how to potentially see a forced um, domestic labor situation, yeah. how to potentially see a sex worker that may have been trafficked. Yeah. And to, it's just a question of making the public aware mm-hmm of these things, as you say, around you. So Mm. someone is unkept, someone looks um, afraid, they're with someone and they do not look comfortable with that Mm. person. Um, Mm. We've had a situation where a lady um, spotted children on a bus and the the adults that were with them, just they didn't look comfortable with the adults Mm. and she took the chance and she called out trafficking hotline number and the the police could intervene actually in that situation. Wow. That's so, a good story. That is that's a beautiful good to hear. story. That's, that's a good story. You know, so often we hear of inept police and, you know, that's a good story to hear. That yes. So is there a separate mechanism in place that, that, that one can sort of pursue beyond your normal phone, your police station? Is, is there, you spoke about a human trafficking, yes. um, stop trafficking um, hotline or is, is yes. there something like that? So the South African, um, the national hotline is run by our organisation. Oh, wow. Wonderful. And so my recommendation is always have that number on hand. Yeah. And they are really willing to assist with anything. If 
one of the biggest means by which people are lured into trafficking all across the world, including South Africa, is false job opportunities. Mm. Going back to the vulnerability factor, mm. um, if you don't have a job, you're vulnerable. You wanna, you're going to believe the opportunities that are out there. Yeah. You can call that number anytime. You're mm. welcome to call it. And they will vet the opportunity for you. They will mm. see if it's legit. If you mm. see something, you're walking in mm. a park, you see something that looks out of place, mm. call the hotline number, yeah. report it. Yeah. Um, so, yes, there is definitely a means, an avenue to yeah. go for um, and to actually do something yeah. about it. I think the biggest thing is awareness, just to be to to look at things from a new perspective. Mm. That's all we really want from mm. the public is that awareness. Prevention mm. is better than cure always. Mm. And so ultimately what we want is for people to be our eyes and ears on the ground. Yeah. If you want to know what you can do without majorly shifting your life yeah. and, you know, becoming a full-time yeah. <laughs> full ministry in this field, yeah. that, is, that is really it, is become aware of your surroundings. And if you see, you always say, if you see something, say something. Yeah. Even if you're not sure, rather report it mm. and let it be mm, sure. investigated. You can't yeah. lose anything. Yeah. Similar story to the bus story is... Um, not in South Africa, but at an airport internationally where a lady spotted a bunch of girls with only one guy. You would assume maybe it's a sports, you know, like a hockey team mm. or something, mm. but something didn't sit right with her, reported it, and it was actually a guy who was trafficking mm. 13 girls at the wow. airport in plain sight. Yeah. So it is very real. Yeah. It does exist. Yeah. Um, and, yes, our organization mm. Works with all aspects. We re reach, which is awareness, mm -hmm. rescue, which is working with the, mm -hmm. the survivors, and recovery, the whole mm -hmm. journey of healing. Mm -hmm. But if we can stop that, yeah, <laughs> we don't yeah. want we don't yeah. want it to get there. Yeah, statistics show that once you've been trafficked, you've got a one percent chance of being being wow. rescued. Wow. So we want to be able to be on the prevention side of yeah. this. Yeah. Wow. Um, obviously, as people are listening to us, they are different um, demographics, you know, age groups and all sorts of mm. things. Um, I think a reality for us in South Africa is that most of us, you know, many of us at least would have people working for us, mm. you know, be it uh, we're a small business, we've got people working for us, uh, be it in our homes, uh, in our gardens. Mm. And I think maybe just to take an active interest mm. in those people's kids. Yes. You know, think about this hotline number, how, how many of those kids would be desperate, how many of those families would be desperate and would be mm. looking for job opportunities. Yes. Um, I suspect the number can be um, uh, abused or uh, overburdened, but you've made the number available and we're going to repeat it over um, in, in a while now again. So let me just repeat it quickly for us here. The hotline number is 0800. Triple two triple seven, so it's a nice easy number to to remember. Zero eight double zero triple two triple triple seven. But just to begin to take an active interest, like you yeah. say, not to ignore a gut feeling that you have. Mm. If there's something that you're concerned about, you're concerned about your domestic workers, uh, 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 girl who's in matric, mm. and you hear she's gonna do this job or go somewhere, just yeah, get involved. You know, exactly. can we can we look out for you? Can we can we phone this number and? Mm. Um, I think the other thing also is I know of many families, you know, within our demographic who have kids who, who they are considering sending overseas. Yes. And of course, and I think the the the, the last thing we want to do is to is to instill fear. Yes. But I also think that we cannot afford 
to be naive. Uh, so you've got to double check. And if you're unsure at all, use this number as well. Yes. And they will gladly, I suppose there's a network as well of, yes. of, of uh, contacts in, in other countries that can vet these opportunities. Because mm. so many of our kids and our girls are doing au pair work yes. in other parts of the world. And I'm thinking about my two girls, you know, and <laughs> giving them a year of their life or whatever to go and do something. Um, of course, uh, I will be going with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Good to know. Does Nikki know? <laughs> well, she, she'll be right there as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I do think the time of, of being naive around these yeah. things are, are, are long gone. So that brings us to phones, yes. online stuff. Mm. You know, maybe mm. you want to chat to us a little bit about that because obviously grooming, yes. I suppose, plays a massive role in, in this, whole, this whole thing. Yeah, so, I mean, that that talks about more the recruitment side of things. Like I, we've mentioned and we've discussed false job opportunities, yeah. which is the biggest means. Uh, the false job opportunities, like you say, is going online now, yeah. especially in the time of lockdown. Mm. Uh, a few people ask me, what are you guys doing in lockdown? Surely there's nothing to do. Unfortunately, that is the opposite mm. because when there's more – uh, vulnerability when there's more unemployment, when things are more desperate, mm. there's mm. more opportunities. Yeah. Um, so yes, online grooming is is a reality, mm. and we I think we've discussed. Um, I've previously spoken to Nikki about our um, programs, our online keep your kids safe, mm. um, keep your teens safe. Mm. You know, it's a small little document that you download mm. from the website. Mm. And discuss it with them. Discuss mm. with them what it would be like if there was an uncomfortable person approaching you, mm. making sure that you know what platforms your children are on. Mm. Um, so all of those things are available as resources. We've mm. got the Human Trafficking Awareness Program. You were mentioning uh, domestics and their children. You know, if you really want to take an interest, it would be great to approach the schools about mm, getting mm. some education Wonderful. about these programs Wonderful. in the schools. Um, yeah. It's not difficult. Yeah. You know, it's a th um, three yeah. one-hour sessions yeah. that really is aimed at educating people Wonderful. about the realities of what's going on. Yeah. If you run a business, please contact us. We can mm. do a presentation mm. specific to your business as yeah. to how you're keeping people safe, what to be on yeah. the lookout for. Yeah. So if we have someone and and they, they have a situation like that and you know, how do they go about getting hold of you or somebody at your organization, uh, just quickly your details to the, the website and what's the, what's the process? Yes. So they can go to a21.org um, mm -hmm. and then click on South Africa or just Google A21 South Africa will mm -hmm. take you there. If you Google National Traffic and Hotline Number, mm -hmm. also take you there. Mm -hmm. um, and on the website, it's very easy under resources. You can download some of the programs. They can call our National Hotline even for referrals on how yeah. to go further. Yeah. Or they can call our office number, which is available on the website as mm -hmm. well, uh, for further inquiries, mm -hmm. if interviews. Um, the list is endless. You know, mm -hmm. because we've gone online. If the churches want to do on their social media page an Insta Live and we want to focus the mm -hmm. questions specific to teenagers yeah. or specific to youth or yeah. the people leaving school, um, there are there really are a lot of options yeah. that yeah. can support. Um, that is that is why A21 exists. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome, awesome. Tell us a little bit more, October. I think you've got some great things planned yes. for October. What's <laughs> happening? So October has been uh, traditionally for 
the many years now has been the walk for freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID changed that for yeah. us. Yeah. So, like so many other things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So October is actually what we've got planned now is what we're referring to as the Global, Global Freedom Summit this mm-hmm. year. The Global Freedom Summit is ultimately now taking it online to everyone everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, Christine has prepared a documentary style um, hour-long document. Sorry, I don't know exactly what to call it now. A documentary, a documentary style documentary. <laughs> Docu style. <laughs> Docu style. <laughs> and yeah, so what they're encouraging people to do is where you would previously go and you would attend the Global Freedom Summit is sign sign up as a host mm-hmm. or as a participant. Mm-hmm. And if you're a host, you basically say, I'm going to have 10 people maybe at my home. And for that hour, we're going to watch it together. And then afterwards, we've got host kits that will help you. What questions can you discuss? Exactly this, raising awareness. Mm-hmm. How can we become more involved? You can host it if you're hosting events at your church already. You can host it at your at your church with mm-hmm. up to 50 people. Mm-hmm. Again, the same thing. Be guided in how you want to do it. Yeah. And connect with any of us on wow. if you need support on how to yeah. how to handle the, yeah. the situation. Yeah. Um, so that is the Global Freedom mm-hmm. Summit. We really are trusting that despite the times, we're actually going to reach many, many more Come people on. because it's yeah. global. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that is that is what the Global Freedom Summit yeah. has. We've got some a campaign running before that 21Ks in 21 days mm-hmm. leading up to the date where mm-hmm. we're saying to anyone, get our social media kit if you're interested and if you want to run 21Ks in a day, that's great. Please put it on social media, mm-hmm. hashtag. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to do 1K a day and every day, mm-hmm. you know, really anyone. I'll, I'll, I'll sign up for that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, anyone can get involved. So if anyone is, um, it's a21.org.globalfreedomsummit. Um, so okay. they can have a look at that. Yeah. And and the date for the for the summit? It's the seventeenth of October. Seventeenth, okay. 17th All right, we've got some time. Got we some do time. have some time. Yeah. Yes. So there's opportunity for churches to, yes. get, to get on Absolutely. board if they want to uh, host an event, or maybe mm. it's their staff they want to get on board, or the leadership yeah. group, or whatever. Uh, individuals, small groups. small groups can do it. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Brilliant. So I had a friend of mine see the the post, and she's getting mobilizing her small group. They're not getting together. They don't want to get together yet. So. They're all kind of zooming in and yeah. then watching it together and getting yeah. involved. Yeah. Other people have signed up for their doing an official run together, yeah. you know. So it really yeah. is is up to the individual. But yes, yeah. that is that is yeah. the opportunity. So there are obviously a whole bunch of ways one can get involved. But I think for the purpose of our discussion today is we want to raise the awareness um, and, and really just, I think, invite everybody to, to open their eyes mm. and trust the Holy Spirit to open our eyes. Mm. And um, if there are people that, that God has um, um, placed on his heart for us to be in contact with, then they will be around us mm. and we just need to see them. Mm. Um, you know, because obviously I think sometimes you also think, oh, I'm, I'm not a social worker or I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a trained expert at, at this. But it's as easy as just, you know, putting this in your social media yes. and just having the discussion with, with friends. And, yeah. you know, I think all of these things tie into little decisions we make like sleepovers and, you know, mm. things like that. It's just, it's interesting just the opportunities that can arise because what astounded me is how ignorant, you know, yes. educated, very well-to-do people are mm. about the, the, um, 
the complexity of this issue. Yes. You know, because obviously you have the formal, full-blown human trafficking thing, but there are a whole lot of spin-offs, mm. things that lead up to that and mm. trauma within this whole area. Yes. And that I think if each one of us plays our part, we can actually make a, make a massive difference. I, I love the dream. Yeah. I love the vision. Let me put it that way. I don't think it's just a, it's just a dream. It's a vision. Absolutely. It's a vision Absolutely. To, Absolutely. To, to knock this thing in the 21st century. Yes. Um, someone today told me about, I know the organization's mind slipped my, or name slips my mind now, but they are doing everything within their power to, to um, put one of the big uh, born industry online houses out of business. Oh, Pornhub thought, probably. Pornhub, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I thought, man, that's ambitious. You know, talk about taking on Goliath. Mm. I'm like, but why not? Absolutely. You know, why not? And isn't that mm. what David had in his heart? Isn't there a cause? Yeah. And I think, you know, when we think about, we sing the song, mm. I'm no longer a slave. Yeah. You know, and thank Jesus that he has come to set us free from slavery. Um, and we know with the, the rise worldwide, you know, with regards to just seeing people walk in freedom from from uh, racial slavery and prejudice. Yes. It's massively important. Um, I think we need to be careful that we don't become hypocrites. Yes. You know, and that we yes. highlight that and yet there is some very real slavery that's, that's taking place right underneath our, our eyes. Yes. And we don't diminish the one, but we mm. do want to say let's let's be aware of other forms. Absolutely. Of slavery that's taking place and, and let's raise the temperature in the conversation. Yeah. And let's take on those Goliaths. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I mean, the the people who have undertaken uh, to close down Pornhub, it links hand in hand yeah. with with the with the realities yeah. of trafficking. Yeah. Because, you know, the question is always supply and demand, yeah. and yeah. unfortunately, the two are very very closely yeah. linked. Yeah. So Pornhub yeah. has come under a lot of um, heat for actually yeah. having underage children on their yeah. website clearly being yeah. abused. Yeah. Um, so, so if we talk about churches, we talk about families, and we talk about, you know, the difference we can make. I think in a very real way, then there's there's a um, a small but big difference. Um, many of us can make as men, well, and as ladies, because you know the stats, yeah. you know, are, are showing that uh, born addiction is not just a, a male thing anymore. Is to kick that thing. Yes. But that's that's that supply. That that's apply and you know without putting condemnation on any of us yes. we are feeding the machine yes. that's gobbling up these these women and these girls Absolutely. and so doing the marches and doing the mm. social social media campaigning mm. is, is good yes but at the same time let's be aware of the practical implications Absolutely. of what we watch and all of those things yes. because it's it's not it's not taking place within a vacuum no no <laughs> unfortunately it's... it's not as simple as delete the search history and it's all over yeah. Uh, something has been set in motion. Yeah, and I think on that, um, you know, it's a little bit of a different topic, but for me, my heart, as you say, is not condemnation. Is yeah. can we speak about it openly so yeah. that people feel free to look for the help that they need because it is because an addiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is help. Yeah. Um, I'm not an expert in that field, so yeah. I can't speak to all the areas that there yeah. is, but just in the churches, we need to be yeah. open enough for people to speak because that's yeah. how people get free. Yeah. Um the enemy loves the fact that it's in the dark. That's yeah. there, yeah. you know. Yeah. So and that's where the condemnation. That's where the condemnation comes. It's in the it's yeah. in the dark. And uh, there and really the is none. Continues. It's yeah. where none of us are. 
free yeah. from sin. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. just on a very practical, practical tip, guys, just put the filter on. Don't yeah. fight this thing on your own. <laughs> just put the filter on, please, yeah. please yeah. get your filter, get your accountability up, mm. and, and speak to someone. Right? Yeah, None absolutely. of us can fight this battle on our on our own. We need people around us, and uh, as a church, we'd be willing to to walk a road with with you on this. So there's some good filters out there. Covenant Eyes is a good one. Mm. Your story is a good one for families to to use. So sometimes we try and fight this thing, you know, um, on our own, and yes. you're not gonna beat it on your own. Absolutely. Um, so now, thank you for being in the trenches, you know, and thank you for taking time out in the midst of your very busy study schedule and work <laughs> and uh, their wedding preparations and all sorts <laughs> of wonderful things that's, that's taking place. Yeah. Um, so just very quickly, so the corporate environment, so you've shifted, obviously, you made the move from Johannesburg, the corporate mecca, <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, and... Um, What's the what, what are you busy with now except for A21 that you 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 involved there as a, as a volunteer? So someone yes. says, okay, I want to do a little bit more mm. than just uh, social media and, and all of these campaigns. Um, what can I what what can I do as a what are the options for volunteers? So it would really depend on your availability and your capacity. Um, for me, from the beginning, it was I'm kind of going in. I'm as a volunteer, but I work. I do my do work yeah. for them as yeah. a volunteer. That's the only distinction but there's various um, means and avenues for you to be involved we have what we refer to as a teams Mm -hmm. and they can help out with now for example with the global global freedom summit Mm -hmm. you know taking charge promoting some of the campaigns Mm -hmm. for us so there there really are opportunities and they can also look on the website Mm -hmm. you can click on volunteer you can download or fill in the application form so those those opportunities are there yeah yeah. And um, we will put you to work. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough work. That's I'm enough. sure that, yeah, yeah. that the organization can find something for yeah. you to do. Yeah. 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 This might spill over into, into part two of our, of, our, uh, um, of our interview, but the whole issue of safe houses, Sunay, is yes. that something that 821 looks at in terms of what happens to a girl if she gets rescued, you know, yes. uh, just in terms of the domestic violence space? Mm-mm. What we found is that. There aren't a lot of safe houses around, no. you know. So that's something that's beginning to stir in the hearts of many mm. pastors and okay. within our church family. Um, is that something A21 looks at or partners with organizations around yeah. that? Um, yeah, Heinrich, I'll be very honest. I am not that familiar with that part of, mm. of our organization. I know yeah. that we have a few safe houses that we work with continuously. Yeah. I know that you are 100% correct. Our safe houses are in severe severe shortage mm-hmm. in South Africa mm-hmm. um, and that it is often a challenge. Yeah. They, as far as I know, I stand to be corrected, but as far as I know, there's, for example, not a specific safe house for a victim of human trafficking yeah. to go to, yeah. which ideally you would want because yeah. it's a different type of trauma often. Yeah. Um, so if I quoted this incorrectly, but as far as I know, to my knowledge, that is, that is what I know. So, yeah. and I know from previous experience when I was involved in Johannesburg in the community upliftment there, we were looking to refer women that were mm-hmm. in domestic abuse mm-hmm. situations to a um, safe house. Mm-hmm. We couldn't find one within a 15-kilometer radius mm-hmm. of where we were working in Johannesburg. Yeah. So yeah. it's very real. Yeah. It's very, very real. And it's also something close to my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, a completely different off-the-cuff yeah. vision that yeah. I would love to 
yeah, have more yeah. homes available yeah. and it will have, in my mind, it will really need to be just the church or, you know, other mm. funders because mm. it's just not the reality is the government no. can't support no, all of it. No, absolutely not. Absolutely so, not. Yeah. so I think um, the sad reality would be if one were to look at that 15-kilometer radius, mm. you would find a whole bunch of churches there. Yes, yeah. You can say that. I can't. (laughs) I can say that. You're the pastor. Yes. And that is true. And and we we have to wrestle with that. So if any of my pastor brothers listening to this or sisters Mm. listening to this, we have to wrestle with that. I agree. If Jesus was a safe Mm. person and safe space, what would that what would that look like for us as the modern day church beyond our Sunday? Mm. Which I think lockdown gave us a wonderful opportunity Mm. to recalibrate and just to think again what is what is important. Absolutely. Um, and again, I think what I love about 821 as well, you mentioned the word partnership there somewhere, you know, just partnering with other organizations. Mm. None of us has the answer by ourselves. No. We're going to need to partner with a whole different array of organizations. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a beauty of, of, of uh, the season that we are in as well, is to just step away from, you know, we can do this, we can solve this on our, on our own. And so we're tremendously thankful for for you being a link as well between us, Shofar Church family and 821. Thank you. And we look forward to many more conversations. And who knows, maybe we can even get Christine Kane here some sometime down the line. (laughs) But now we're able to link up with her on Zoom, praise God. Yes. A lot cheaper. (laughs) Yes. No, it's been a blessing in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I just want to wish you all the best tonight. Thank Thank you for your your time. And, yeah, may the Lord really continue to bless you in this work. And, and, um, yeah, and we're also, and, of course, the other thing is prayer, isn't it? Absolutely. That, uh, that people yeah. can just really pray, go onto the website. I'm sure there would be stories mm. even. Are there newsletters or uh, does one there subscribe? Is. Yeah, know, there is a newsletter. And, yeah. um, and for the churches specifically, we've got um, 21 ways to pray yeah. that that you can circulate to your members. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, and if, you know, churches looking to partner, then we send out specific yeah. prayer points. Yeah. So, yes, absolutely. It's really a lot of support. You guys don't have to think you have to reinvent. No. That's the beauty of partnership yes, as well. absolutely. Yeah. So fundamental and everybody, our, our country manager, Christine, everybody will say this um, prayer. Yeah. If it wasn't for prayer, we wouldn't yeah. be where we are today. Yeah. And it's only through prayer that we are going yeah. to fulfill the vision that I yeah. believe God gave, yeah. gave her. So, yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. So on a prayerful note, let me pray. Thank you. <laughs> Father, Lord, as we've spoken now, God, we uh, we know that, Lord, there's some deep conversations going on in heaven. And, um, Lord, when, when you were talking about humanity and creating humanity and creating man in, in your image, Lord, you also knew that that would come at a price. And... Um, um, and therefore the lamb had to be slain even before the foundations of the world. Um, the lamb had to put up his hand to say that, um, Father, I will go and uh, I will redeem them and I will bring them back through laying down my life. And Lord, I pray that that same spirit would be within us. Lord, as we look at the mess around us, as we understand that it is beyond the Lord, what we can, can fathom beyond what we can, um, God, even, even comprehend, we, we just want to pray. For each one of us, Lord, who've listened, just for the same spirit of Christ. And as Sunay shared with us, our deep, deepest prayer is just make us more like Jesus, Lord. Mm. Um, and even as we pray that we know it's such a dangerous prayer to pray. But, Lord, we don't want to be content with tame Amen. and comfortable living. Uh, we want to be, Lord, on the edge 
um, where your grace and your love overcomes, Lord, the evil of, of uh, destruction and, and just so much trauma. So lead us, Lord. Thank you, mm -hmm. our King. We pray for 821. I want to pray a blessing upon them, God, Sunay and all the other volunteers, um, the staff, everyone working for them, God. Mm -hmm. And we pray, Lord, that you will continue to um, cause them to grow in favor with God and with man, the resources that they need, the personnel that they need, the favor that they need, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. This has been Transforming Conversations with Heinrich Titus, a podcast for every generation. We love to connect with our listeners, so please engage with our social media platforms.